choose to Friday. Hello and welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast with Tom Craddy from Carlo Rugby Club, James Blanchfield from Kilkenny and Johnny Tobin uh, from Tolo. Lads, how's it going? I am absolutely excellent, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. I, I wonder, I wonder why. It's Friday, we Stephen. We nearly didn't record the podcast because I forgot to hit record. I had to go back and start again. But anyway, lads, just... Uh, we're getting to the end of rugby season, well, local rugby season anyway. Um, Kilkenny are the local interest still uh, involved in the Towns Cup anyway. And of course, there, there is the Women's Paul Flood uh, Cup is going on. And Tullo, of course, are in the Towns plate as well. So a couple of more weeks of that. Leinster, Munster in Champions Cup action and all that as well. So we'll, we'll keep her lit for the next couple of weeks uh, anyway. But uh, we can't move on without talking about Kenny Carroll last week. Myself and Johnny were on commentary duty. We dusted down mics for the first time since 2017. And uh, Good times. It was good times. No, it was good old cracks. Um, uh, great to get it done. Um, but lads, it was uh, as it turned out, it was a pretty decent match. And as the write-ups went, and of course what we would have said on the day, it could have went either way, all depending on a couple of little bits of things that happened. James thought you were the winners. Congratulations. Um how did it go down afterwards from your own side? Happy? Yeah, it was ha- like it was happy. Everyone's delighted to be in a cup semi-final like first and foremost. And I think that's that's the objective is to win. It's cup rugby and it doesn't matter how you win once you win. Um I think coming off the back of the Wicklow game, we were expecting this swashbuckling performance and we thought that you know, we might, as a, as a cohort of supporters, we might have been a little bit complacent, thinking that we just continue on from from the previous week. Um, Carlo had other had other ideas, and I've still been thinking about it all week. I still have to hand it to Carlo; like they were <laughs> they were brilliant for the full eighty minutes. And as Michael Carberry said to me after the game, he said, "In cup rugby, he says what you have to do is get points on the board when you have your moments of dominance, and we did that." Um, thankfully for us I mean I was thinking back on it during the week there was two moments in the game which I feel rallied Carlo which was at the end of the first half where Doc was, he was practically over the line and I think it was Cornel Slater met him with a tackle and absolutely cleaned him out of it got in on the ball and turned the ball over and the other day that was a try and that was probably game over and then early in the second half or midway through the second half I think it was Wooden or Doc again that was going over and an absolutely brilliant tackle again. It's just before actually the young lad of the McDermott's did his ankle. Just before that, there was a brilliant tackle as well to force a knock on. And they were two moments in the game that that I think um Carlo that that that, that rallied Carlos and, and kept him kept him going because we like we were living on we were absolutely living on on bare bones there. We were living on scraps and Carlo probably threatened our line a lot more than we threatened their line. And <clears throat> it's it, it, it was your quintessential cup game, as has been described this week. Two teams just went at it, hammer and tongs. Um, you couldn't say that we won it because we were more experienced, because we won it because we were a 1A team. Both teams were, were, were evenly matched, even, I suppose, in, in, in the context of the 80 minutes or the 87 minutes that he played. Carlo were probably the better team for for the majority of it. 
Um, our line-out was poor, which it shouldn't have been when we have jumpers of the quality of Wes and Roy and others to come back in as well. Uh, Ben's arrows were a little bit off. Um, but, you know, with Ben, for us, it's kind of his work rate around the pitch has increased no end and he's kind of flipped on his, his line-out throws. But, you know, just actually the picture of Jack Walsh and Jeff, Jeff McDermott up there, like if Carlo potentially had an, a, a faster one, if young Crotty was on that ball, he was in for a try. If one of the Carlo wingers was on that ball, they were in for a try because Jack wouldn't have caught it. You know, it's just cup games are won on big moments and we got the big moment early in the first half, early in the second half, Doc went over for a try. Richard White had an off day in the boot. And look at, luckily for us, he did, because if he didn't, Carlo would have won the game by a point. Um, absolutely. Uh, any concerns arising from that performance, James? Heading up, we'll t- we're going to preview Dundalk properly now in a few minutes, mm. but um, any concerns around the scrum or anything? Because Carlo did a job on his once or twice, but then yeah. equally, um, he drove Carlo back a fair bit as well in a couple we of those drove. scrums. Yeah, we did. I think we might have won three scrum penalties. I think Carlo yeah. might have won a couple of scrum penalties as well. Um, <laughs> Dundalk have a scrum, and that's what they have. Yeah, you know, and it's a bloody good scrum. I mean, Simon O'Shea is their tight end. Simon played for us for ten years. And, um, you know, we taught Simon the ropes. If you look at his player pick from the Dundalk Facebook page, he's 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 waxing lyrical about his time at Kilkenny and the stuff he won with Kilkenny and his biggest influence on his career as Kilkenny man. Um, he's going to be packing down tight head against Budden on, on Sunday. Um, they have a huge pack besides that. So the scrum will be an area that we'll be looking to avoid. They'll be looking to target. Um it's a balance. Our back row is probably the best back row that's left in the competition. Um, Gary Dunn is to come back into it as well. He was injured last week, but I believe he's he's coming back in this week. Um, outside 10, we are probably a better team. You know, we're probably well matched with Dundalk. Nine, maybe Jake is probably the best 10 in the league, in my opinion. Um, and then from number 12, the whole way back out, I think we probably have the, have the number on them. Um, up front, like I mean, line, line out is an area where we might be able to get some traction from them. But look at we've played them twice this year. The first game we won by two points, the second game was a draw. You know, Hugh Barker, 17 all. There's two points separating both teams in in, 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 in nearly 200 minutes of rugby this year. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I'd love to say we're going to go up there and we're going to blow them out of the park. It's, it's too close to call. You know, they have a few players back as well. I think their Kiwi is back in. Um, I, I personally think it's going to be too close a game to call. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's cup rugby. Big moments win cup matches. Um, it might be a penalty. It could end, as I said, going into the game last week. It could be a 3 0 win or loss, you know. Yeah. Um, before we get into that game properly, um, Tom Crotty, of course, president of Carlow Rugby Club or um, County Carlow Football Club. Uh, <laughs> I'll get right one of these. County days. Carlo. County Carlow. <laughs> Is Tolo not in County Carlow, lads? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's County Tolo, as well. Tom, you of course, obviously at the match as well. Um, uh, what, what obviously huge disappointment in the dressing room, considering the performance you put in. Um, you know, the lads, I suppose, couldn't have done an awful lot more. They they went out and did what they had to do, and they put it up to a big Kilkenny side. Yeah. Um... Of course, the lads are disappointed. It's an end of the season as well. So for us, it's um, uh, 
Look, uh, lads are upset as John uh, generally will be. I mean, a couple, a lot of intensity goes into the preparations for a cup match, and uh, you know it's um, it was a, a ding dong battle. I mean, everyone that I, I don't think the amount of people that came up to us after and has spoken to us and said, uh, you know, what a cracking match it was, um, both sides. Um, this uh, is one of the best games they've seen in a long time. You know, it is just the intensity is real, real cup game. Great day for us. Um, look, the Carlos supporters went home, and I tell you what, we've done. We've actually turned a lot of people to actually start to believe in us because, um, you know, we've had it tough over the last couple of years, and maybe I, I don't think we've had uh, a lot of support kind of from the from our supporters and from from members, and in, in the fact that because we haven't really had a lot of success in the last the last couple of years the last sorry the last couple of years um i think it's uh i think we've proved a point now that the club is on a turn we had 12 of those 20 players were 23 and younger and i think that was probably one of the reasons uh the difference between ourselves and Kilkenny. Kilkenny were that little bit more experienced across the park held the ball when they need to held the ball they found a little bit of cuteness doc was you know, got over for that try. Just came, caught us off guard. At, you know, after half time, they're on a buzz. They're going into half time, and that's how these little things cause uh, can cause problems. Like I know we missed uh, three off the boot, but that's that's that'll, that'll just, just, that's just that is just cup rugby. I mean, it's nothing. Down I felt sorry for Richie there because he was so good in the semi final. You know, and I had a good chat with him after the game, and he was ah, look, himself. Richie you know? kicked. Look, Richie kicked the ball, dropped a goal from nearly halfway line. At the last game against uh, against Nav, and oh, so man. I mean, like it's not that. I mean, to be honest, probably a little bit of inexperience more than anything else. So we've a, a, a great set, of, a great set of backs there working well. Um, the forwards are hungry, but a bit young, you know. That's the it's the little problems you have when you know, the finer details in the game when you have, especially with Kenny, who to be honest have had to fought, fight really hard this season just you know and you've had that that little game you had against <laughs> i know i know wicklow weren't as as up for well they were up for it, but weren't probably as strong uh against you on saturday but you had to fight for you know you had to fight yeah. for relegate against the relegation and you know you've had a lot of tough games this year so though all those things add up and i think we just lost out in a bit of experience but look we're going to go onwards and upwards from this well please god because uh, I think we had uh, we've had a lot of belief back in the club. We've have a lot of young players. Um, there's a good buzz. Look, we were happy when you when you sit down and look realistically. We've just turned this around. We've started getting the young lads back. So there's an awful lot of car grown players. Um, we're now back in contention. We came third in the league. We definitely should have been in top two. Uh, and we got to a quarter final of a Towns Cup. That's two more steps than we've got before in the Towns Cup in a long time. So that's, I mean, for us, it's a success. It's a successful season. I know we don't have silverware to go, go away with it, but sometimes it was, silverware is only a short-term you, success. It no. is. You have to go. We have goals. Uh, you know, you have to have goals. You have to have. Um, it's not just sports. Is about having the. It's also having fun and enjoying it. And as I said to the boys after, thank them all so much because you go up there. You know, you can have a down day or a bad day and you go up there and there's lads smiling and laughing and, mm. you know, and there's a bit of buzz around the place and, you know, it lifts your, absolutely lifts your spirits. It's so good yeah. to see, to have that feeling around. I mean, that's what sport should be. And, 
you know, and like <coughs> other sports, we're able to we're able to go out and put the intensity like that you had on 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 Sunday. Go have a few pints, you know, get over it and get out the next day and next weekend. You know, there's none of this. We're not professionals. We're amateurs. They, these lads are they train hard. They put an awful lot of effort in, and it's great yeah. to be able to. Um, go out on a Sunday, meet the meet their friends, and ha- you know get over it. And whether you win or lose, it's uh, you can have a pint, get back on the Saturday and on Tuesday, and you know, and work it in. Um, that's why you know we have to promote. We're promoting our our sport against you know we don't. You, there's they put in the same amount of effort as any as any other sport, but it's, it's just good old crack and. And that's what to me that's what rugby's about. And if you see to see them on Sunday, and I have to say thanks to Dave, your president down below, the welcome we got was was unreal. Great friend, yeah. You know, we had lovely it was so nice to meet a lot of the older presidents that were there and stuff in the bar before and afterwards. And I hate to say, but it's it's an awful thing that we're not the three teams aren't all back together again because uh, one of the uh one of the Kilkenny presidents actually spoke to my son in the bar. He was one of the ex-presidents, and I'd say a man well into his seventies, um, was chatting to my son Dan in the bar after us, and he says, "Come here, will you do me one favour next season?" And Dan goes, uh, "What's that?" And he goes, "Will you ever win that division and come up?" And because we missed this crack, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true. They missed the Carlo crack, you know. And it's the same for tw- if you had the three teams back in that playing off each other, like it's it's only short trips, and and it does cause like we've had the Tolo Carlo thing for a long time. But you know, yeah. you miss that with Kilkenny because there's a buzz. No matter and what you no say, like, there is nothing like there is nothing like any of the three teams played. There's something special about Kilkenny, Carlo Kilkenny, and the same. Like we've all, as I said, look, we we have with Tolo because it's it's a local derby, and local derbies are local derbies. But there was just something always special there playing Kilkenny, and we oh. miss it. Yeah, and like, know, like, we, like, miss, we miss it there. So. I was having a good chat with Richie White after the game and he was kind of saying we were actually hoping you get relegated because that would have meant it with Kilkenny, Kilkenny, Tolo, Carlo and Atai next year. <laughs> you know, and when you put it that way, like it, it makes the league very easy. Yeah. But Tom, you just made a comment there and there's another thing I'll touch on a minute is your backline. I have to say your backline was absolutely electric. Um, you look at the two boys in the centre, their class, your your two wingers are good, your Richie at the back, just keeping a country. Like Richie, I think he was pretty much flawless on Sunday, um, as a full back goes. Um, maybe, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to any, but maybe if he had a snappier scrum half in there on Sunday, things might have been a little bit different. You know, taking nothing away from Jeff, I like Jeff. He played with us for a couple of seasons. He's a good player, but maybe if there was just somebody there whose pass might have been a little bit quicker, things could have been a whole lot different and released that backline because they were ex. I have to hand it to your young fella. Our 12, Joe Manuel, thought he was going to go out over him all day long. And uh, Sam just met him. A fe- a fe- he was only half his size and he put him, he stopped him every time he came down his channel. But the other point I was going to get to was I just on the past captains and the thing like the reception that you got in Kilkenny. I have to hand it to Dave Matthews. Um, since he's become in as president and taken nothing away from the previous presidents, he's worked so, so hard in the club in Kilkenny to get that atmosphere back. And it's to get all those past presidents and to get people. Dave, was, there was people at the match on Sunday. We worked very hard to get a big crowd to it. Dave was patrolling the sidelines, kind of pinpointing people who we hadn't seen at the club in a long time, making it his effort to go over and speak with them and making sure that they went into the club for a pint after the game. What Dave, Matthews, Vinnie O'Shea, Mick Hannigan and others have done this year in the last two or three years for the club has been remarkable. And I have to hand it to them. They need an incredible pat on the back. 
Absolutely. It's a great old atmosphere down there, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, you absolutely. enjoyed yourself down there that day as well. Uh, we were, of I course, calling the game. It was. It was great crack. <laughs> we, great got a, we got a great welcome as well. We were broadcasting and, you know, very easy to chat to people afterwards and everything as well. Um, Johnny, that is Cup rugby as well, though. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely, yeah. Part of that's Towns Cup, yeah. you know. Can I just say, before, lads, I have to compliment you, the, as I said, the amount of people that come up not about the game, but also as other people said about the radio, you know, they really enjoyed people who couldn't get down to the game. There was people with COVID and so on. And uh, thanks to Casey Lor and uh, and the two of because it was absolutely fantastic, and with those great. I haven't listened back. I go to the sit down some night and listen to it, oh, <laughs> maybe with a Jeremy hand. But uh, I'd uh, I'll delete all the bits, Johnny, look, for you. I said people said to me, "Look, it was a great, it was great commentary and a bit of a oh. laugh, and 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 uh, you know, it gave a great view of the whole thing. So well done, lads, and, and thanks again, Casey Lor, for doing the band down as well. Yeah, no Do problem you know, at all. Maybe Carly texted me after the game and said she had a finger a finger in the lift. She said, Well, you can to Jimmy McGee and be hollow here. Yeah, that's, that's the like coming down to the last bits of the game. Um <laughs> absolutely. No, we enjoyed it. Johnny, your own thoughts um on the game. I know we spoke extensively about it after the game and, and beyond, but yeah, actually, you you as the neutral it. there, I suppose. Yeah, and it was, was great. Was, uh, it was sorry, no, James. I was actually rooting for Carlo to win. I thought they were going to pip you in the hey, last few minutes. You're, you're I said, speaking I said, of the both sides here. I can show up the text message. I can show up the text message. I enjoyed it now. Um, it's interesting for me, obviously, because I work with Corey and Jeff and, and Eam and Wes and Wes Shirley, Wes Carter. And it's just... No matter who won that day, I was going to be friends with the winner anyway. It was great. So it was nice and chill. But it's good to see the lads like going up against each other. And I think Wes is the two Wes in the lineup, like they're yeah, two phenomenal great. players. Like Leinster Junior coaches, you don't have to look further than Wes Shirley and Wes Carter, the two best second rows in any division. In, in my opinion, um, they're just their class. I enjoy. I really did enjoy the game, though. It was good. It's, it's actually good to go to a rugby match where you have no involvement and you can actually just watch rugby. And you can actually enjoy it with zero pressure about what the results are. I'm going to have to go. I'm I'm under pressure. You've got to go see a man about a dog. Yeah. <laughs> see you, Tom. I'll let you be. I enjoy, and, uh, enjoy the rest. And best of luck on Sunday, James. I can't get up. But uh, because we have our J3s are playing uh, Gory on uh, yeah, Sunday. I didn't actually know our J3s were playing your J3s last Sunday either. I didn't know that. Well, James, oh, was hilarious to watch. I watched it with Tom. Really? <laughs> I there was there was a, another young uh, I don't know who he was a very a very good little low half there. <laughs> oh really? Oh, yeah. right. A Baker son like a Baker son uh, twenty seven points. I think he I think he scored twenty six points. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Anyway, I'm gonna go. I will oh, like well, uh, uh, everyone. Shoots as you'll have to bury him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a voice of Tom Cry Surprised I didn't see you talked out with the J3 game. I, 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 I said it didn't tell me on purpose. You know, no, I, I didn't know it. anything about no. it, and I kind of apologise to a few people during the week for that because there was no notice went up to notify people about it. But, um, like, I mean, they're gone into the Dunn Cup now, and uh, like, I was on, I was on a team to win a Dunn Cup back in 2018. It was a, uh, it's funny. I, I, I came into adult rugby in 2005. I won a seconds cup and I finished in 2018 winning a J4 cup. So 
it was uh, it was nice to start for the cup and finish for the cup. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, um, I was watching. I went. I went into Carlo and I, I met Tom before the year game last week, right. and I watched that J three game with him. I had nothing else to do with Sunday morning. <laughs> it was um, it was interesting. His young lad Ben was playing. He got twenty seven points. That's good scoring. Yeah, he just play, he plays GA. He's not not available to play rugby for the senior men's. He was outstanding in the G3 game. Yeah. Very good. I know. Look, we we had kind of an eclectic mix went up there, and uh, you know, I think the focus for us every like the Anderson Cup, the G3 Cup, it's the only cup Kenny has never won. We've only reached yeah. the final once. I think it was 1989. We reached the final with a star-studded team. However. The biggest star of that team, I believe, one name names and people know who I'm talking about. He went on the session a couple of days before and stayed on the session and turned up for the final. It was a no fit state to play, and he would have been our talisman that year. And uh, we lost that final. And uh, a lot of people in Kilkenny are very, a, a lot of lads who would have been on that team would be very, still disappointed not to have won that Anderson Cup. And and it's, it's actually a nice trophy to win. We've won, I think, one or I think two or three of them. It, for um, us it's been the hardest time. one for us to win we've won the Dunn Cup probably six or seven times in the last 20 years we've won the we, 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 we won the Towns Cup we did back to back 2001-2002 we won the Seconds League, the Seconds Cup five or six times between 1995 and 2005 but the, just the, the, the Anderson Cup has always been a difficult one for us to win and someday someday yeah. we might you know Absolutely. Um, Johnny, before before we go on to Kilkenny Dundalk, a uh, quick word on the Tullow Towns Plate uh, game, which was neck and neck. We were following it on Twitter and calling out the scores during our commentary. But I actually thought we started to play badminton at one stage. Yeah, it was nail-biting stuff, some amount of scores in it. Yeah, no, I, I haven't watched it back yet. Morris said to me, I haven't watched it back yet, but by all accounts, all I'm hearing back, it was a two and a throw game of tennis. You score, I score, you score, I score. Um, but you look at it, it's exciting. We got through to the next round. We play Wicklow this Sunday in Wicklow at three o'clock, and our seconds play Wicklow seconds in the Towns Cup on Saturday in Wicklow as well. Um, so we might as well just uh rent the room up there Saturday night. There no way they go double up and have them on uh, the same day, you know. Ah, uh, there's no way you double up and have them on the same yeah, day. I'm sure that that makes sense, James. That 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 make logical sense, you know. From all uh, walks of life, but I think both squads, I think Wicklow especially, want to kind of have lads fresh for their first and lads available for their seconds are kind of tight on numbers. We, we uh, for one time this year, we have loads of numbers. Yeah, we had to turn away, turn away. I think six, seven guys last uh, last Saturday in the seconds game against Ashburn that we couldn't play them because we were over the squad, which has never happened all season long or probably in a long, long, long time. And we had 20 lads fresh for the first the next day. So we're not doing too bad there, number-wise. Um, the dog yeah. is trying to get in here to me. Um, but yeah, look, it makes logical sense to play twice in Wicklow or in the one day, but sure. we are where we are. I'll be in Nace anyway, James. I'll be somewhere around you in Nace on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Probably shouting for Dundalk, are you? <laughs> uh, he has he's, uh, he's reporting Would for you the radio. Right? The funny thing why I said about the, the Carlo. Every single Carlo player supporter that knows me, Inky Kenny asked me had I got my Kenny jersey on or need my jumper. So they must have they must have just seen texts or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't actually have a Kenny jersey, James, if you want to look after me on that one. Well if you did I'd be asking for it back because likely that you stole it. <laughs> <laughs> 
move it. Well, they have to root for County Carlo, you know. <laughs> uh, should we move on to Kilkenny Dundalk? Um, so James, uh, we were, yeah, we'll just go back to what you were saying earlier. Uh, their front row is pretty awesome. Um, pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, they're, they're pretty uh, good. They're, they're, um, they're a huge pack. Um, yeah. They're a huge pack. And, you know, um, they push us up and down the field a couple of times this season. You had only two points separated. So that'll tell you that there's a balance there. Um, I, I personally think it's going to be too tight a game to call. I think I, I have to say, and I'm biased in saying it, that our back row is is is, is class. It's an incredible back row. I mean, it, uh, with Gary Dunn back this week, it's going to be very difficult to select the back row that to select the starting back row because Dave O'Connor, Shane O'Riordan, and Roy Stanley were brilliant the weekend. Like Shane O'Riordan at number seven. He was being man-marked by the referee now last Sunday because he was he was getting in on a lot of ball and I don't think the referee <laughs> was used to seeing a seven that could get in on the ball the way he could. But then you had Roy on the other side who was always on the edge and Doc who was just, who's one of our talisman go-forward men. And, you know, as you said, Johnny, in the row, we have Wes and who goes down beside Wes? Is it going to be Simon O'Hara? Is it going to be Andrew Warner or um, Liam Phelan? You know, those decisions need to be made. Um, I, I I think I, I think Doc is going to have and Steve and Ray and Eamon Dooley and the boys and they, they have their selection meeting last night or tonight, whatever is done. But is that a good headache to have, James? It's an incredible headache to have. Like, it's going to be very, very difficult. Like it's a great yeah. thing to have. It's going to be a very, very hard thing to do for the lads to pick. I won't say a team because the team probably picks itself, you know, relatively speaking. But I'd say it's going to be very, very difficult to pick a squad. Because like Martin Lahey is back as well this week. You know, Martin was our tight head who started against um who started against Wicklow in in Carlo two weeks ago. He was away last week because he had to work, so he has to come back in. Will he get back in is the question. You know, you've young Shane O'Connor there then as well, who was on the bench last week. He's up from Shannon, he's working and living at Kilkenny. Could he miss out? You know, could Andrew Warner miss out? Could Simon like it's 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 that's the thing about Towns Cup. You pick twenty players and that's that. Um, the back line probably picks itself in, in in greatest respects. You know, it's likely Jake Prattley will be ten. Jake McDonald or Jake Prattley will be nine. Jake McDonald will be ten. Joe and Podge in the centres. Um, Jack on one wing. Um, Liam full back. You know, and Hugh on the other wing. Um, it's. I, I was texting Wes last night and we we're just I just said, have you any injuries? I wanted to leave Doc alone because he's probably has enough of people ringing and texting him. Wes just said, no, we have a full squad to pick from, including Gary Dunn. Wouldn't like to be picking a squad. There's going to be some disappointed people. and There are. And I remember being dropped off a Towns Cup squad when I was very young. Um, Jerry Mack dropped me and um, for Philly Ryan, who's one of my best mates, actually. And, uh, you know, it's just, that's it. It's Cup rugby and there's there's nothing to separate us and Dundalk. Um, you know, maybe the one thing that might go in our favour is if David be heavy pack, maybe we can run them around the pitch on Sunday and the weather, a bit warmer weather might work in our favour. Even Niall Beale and the referee and Kenny on Sunday, like the weather got to him and the intensity again got to him. He was wrecked. He's a big man, you know. Imagine being a, a referee is one thing. Imagine being a player running around the pitch. So, um you know, I, I'm going to find a very, very hard game to call. And I was reading the Leinster Rugby, um, the Leinster Rugby um, preview. preview there earlier on. And they were actually saying the same thing. 
uh, I'm not copping out. Like we want to go up there and win on Sunday. Um, but it's it's it, it, if it ends up, it's one of those six three three nil nine nine six towns cup encounters. Uh, you don't want it to come down to a penalty uh, decided by penalties either, because jo- there was a good few. Uh, the discipline wasn't great on Sunday no, for Carlo or Kilkenny's side, oh. and myself and Johnny spoke about during the commentary um, as well. You won't get away with that, James, on no. on Sunday. You no, give away you sixteen won't. penalties against yeah. Carlo. You know, the, a better team the, there. You're Dundalk's kicker, the lad the with the big with the big curly hair. That's like good. he is a good, he's a distance kicker as well. Dundalk's kicker, you know, yeah. and he kick from distance as will Hugh Corkery, of course. Um, you know, discipline is going to be a huge factor. Discipline is going to be a massive factor on Sunday. This comes on. Our discipline was poor last Sunday. Like Hugh Corkery got two yellow cards, and the second yellow card was dubious. The first yellow card, I found it hard to see. Yeah, there was two lads on the ground scrapping. I found it hard to see how the referee could give a yellow card for that when his back was turned and he didn't see a thing and it was all broken up by the time he turned around. I thought the law of the land was the referee has to see it to, to punish it. But look, it didn't have an impact on the game. It was two yellow cards. He was still available. Like There was a penalty given at the end, the one against Joe Manuel for an apparent dangerous tackle. He gave, like, yes, Joe lifted the player off the ground. He didn't do anything dangerous. He turned the player into, a, into a, what I would see as being a positive position and dropped the player back down gently on the ground. He didn't do anything silly. Yet the referee gave a penalty. In my mind, if a dangerous if a dangerous tackle is executed, it's a penalty, but also the player has to be sanctioned as well with either red or yellow card. That wasn't given to Joe on Sunday. So, you know, there was there was penalties given as well that I think maybe the referee, Niall, and he, I had a good chat with him. He's, he's one of the soundest referees out there. Maybe the heat got to him, maybe the intensity of the game and the speed of the game got to him as well. And some penalties might have been given, particularly against us in the last 10 minutes, that weren't penalties. You know, um, just before Joe's incident where the apparent, well, I say, the, the dangerous tackle, there was two two Carlo knock-ons were missed on the ground as well. So, but, you know, referees are referees. They're, as I always say, we're not here to give out about them, but it's just that little bit of consistency that you want as well. Because in our mind, Shane O'Reardon, our number seven, is a cracking man on the ground. But maybe he's in too quickly for referees to actually give him the benefit of the doubt as well, you know. There was an awful lot of offside. Johnny shared a picture the other day, you know. There was a few Carlo boys living on the edge. We were living on the edge. But that's junior rugby. We're all used to we're, we're all used to living in this world where we have Sky Sports and BT showing all these fancy camera angles where there's no getting away from it. What we are looking at is pugilist rugby. It's down to work grassroots rugby, you know, and um, it's perfectly acceptable for Ireland to get through a game or Munster and to get through a game giving away six or seven penalties. Junior rugby is junior rugby as well, you know. Players are going to concede penalties. Referees aren't as fit. Players aren't as fit. So, you know, we have to understand that it's the, it's the level of game that we're watching as well. True. Yeah, I have only one problem with referees. I'm, I'm, I'm no problem with Niall Green as a referee. I think he's actually a good referee. He's class. Now, he missed a couple of things on, on Sunday, but as do they all. This this thing of interpretation is what annoys me. It is or it isn't. Like it's a, it's either it's it's black or it's white. Like there's no mm. interpretation of I thought it was this, but but James Blanchfield doesn't think it was this. Mm. The laws are laws and they have to be followed. And sometimes yeah. referees go with their their take on the law, but that's not the law. <laughs> like it fr- mm. it frustrates me big time. It really does that they have like interpretations. The one biggest thing frustrates me about junior rugby is you put your hands on the deck over a player on the ball, you're off your feet. 
you're you're closing off a contest. So Shane O'Riordan can't get onto the ball. How many yeah. times you see players in in junior rugby with their hands on the ground over a ball and referees just let it go because yeah. they don't want to give penalties for that because it's just play on the way it goes, like you know. And yeah, look at look at in cup rugby. That's the difference between a win and a loss. Oh, and like at, three minutes to go, Carlo get a penalty for or five minutes to go penalty for your post for Shane O'Reilly off the off his feet. Yeah, when he thinks he's perfectly fine on the ball. Yeah, you know, two minutes later he gives away another one on the halfway line. Then you're down in your corner. Yeah, you know, you know I, I have to say, and I, I'm saying not just because he's a cousin of mine, but I felt sorry for Richie, Richie White on Sunday because yeah, I did he's too, been yeah. impeccable off the boot for Carlo all year. I watched him against Longford. I, he was brilliant. He off the boot. He was brilliant against Navin. Um, I, I did feel I had a good chat with him after the game, and the chap was heartbroken, you know, because like I mean, three kicks Carlo of goal would, would, would feel like that. That was one they left behind, you know. Definitely, definitely. But you know, more, so than, more so than Kenny took it from them because yeah. yes, Kenny did have bigger moments, and they took their chance on bigger moments. And I said that to you, Stephen, when. Kenny had turnovers or they yeah. got excited on the ball. They did something. They were a lot more careful mm. and they did something exciting with it. Whereas mm. when Carlo got excited with the ball, it was either a knock on or they couldn't live past three phases with it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So, you know, so like, I'm, I, yes, Kenny had the bigger moments, but Carlo showed their grit there. They were going right to the last minute and they were still trying to get that win. You know, and like, I don't know. It's just yeah. a, a, a poor decision of a referee there and that's a different game. Yeah. You know, and look, that's junior rugby. Yeah. but like Dundalk on Sunday just back on point with kind of this discussion that we'll preview in that game we're we're going up there with no illusions and that may sound like a cliche but we're going up there with no illusions about how difficult a game that's going to be um, um, Wes, Wes Carter is a smart rugby player Martin Lai Connor Dempsey Jake Prattley Doc these guys are around the block right and it's kind of we have the core of our team are still very, very, and I, I know it's a number of years ago, years ago, are still very, very, they're still carrying the brunt of 14 and 15. You know, they were two times. I know, I know, speaking to Caddy, it still hurts him about Yeah. You know, those, the Caddy, Joe, Wes, Doc, Mert Lahey, these guys are hurting. They, 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 I would, I would safely say Joe, Joe Manuel, Liam, um, maybe Wes, Mert Lahey, would probably be retired now if they had a if they had a cup medal in their arse pocket, you know. Yeah, what's the point staying on? Yeah, well, that, that's that's why they want to stay on, you know, because mm. they know fourteen and fifteen, it was there for the take, and particularly Ash, like which that which do you say? Six three loss, wasn't it? The six three loss when Tolo Ashburn were down to 15, 14, 13 players. I was four fifteen that day. Yeah, you know, um, Ennis Gorty in Kildara. Yeah. No, the, the the lads are hurting. Um and then don't forget the Kilkenny history that's in our team, like the two McDonalds, Jake and Aiden, like their fathers, Ger, our director of rugby and Paddy Red. They they lost Towns Cup finals. Ger was lucky to win a Towns Cup. Paddy Red lost nineteen ninety six. You know, we've like I've I've seen Kilkenny in, in lose three Towns Cup finals, you know, and don't want that. But it's it's this Sunday you know, and the the other side of it, Stephen, I see Johnny's after dropping off there is yeah. <laughs> people in Kilkenny, legends are made in the Towns Cup. And Mick McGrath was our nineteen eighty six Towns Cup winning captain. Ger McDonald was in that team, was director of rugby. Ger Mack was our Towns Cup winning coach in two thousand and one and two thousand and two. Those guys have brought through 
I'd say 15, if not 16, in the squad through youth rugby in Kilkenny. You know, so they're being tutored. They, they've been tutored since they've been kids by Kilkenny Towns Cup legends. Ger and Mick yeah. would have been telling these guys what Towns Cup means. Yeah, and that's the likes heads. of Aiden and Jake. It's in their heads. Gary Dunn, these guys, like, Towns Cup, like, anything can happen this Sunday. And, like, I, I want so much for us to be in a Towns Cup final. I want so much for us to win a Towns Cup. I remember Carlo in 2001 when Dave McMahon clipped it over the bar to give us his, what was it, a 6-3 win or a 9-6 win against Port Leash and Carlo. Like Dave Matthews didn't, or Dave McMahon, I should say, didn't play any other cup match that season bar the Towns Cup final. Barry Daly was the scrum half, or number 10, that got us the whole way through it. He got a really bad injury two nights before the final and couldn't play. That was, for Kilkenny, that was, geez, we're after losing our start in 10. Dave McMahon comes in, has a good game, knocks over a penalty to give us a Towns Cup win. All of a sudden, Dave is a Kenny Towns Cup legend. We're buried. Yes. <laughs> the so, you know, look, yeah. look plays such a part in it. Um, Does it? You know, like I'm buzzing here even talking about it. Like, I mean, it's it's an emotional tournament. We just want to go out this Sunday and win it. You know, we want oh, to get to a final. Like, and we, we have to remember, this is only a semi-final. This isn't a final and the buzz around it, you know. And I, I look at, I see Dundalk, they're putting player profiles up on Facebook and they're doing all this and they're making a big song and they dance about it. You know, this is their final. I can see by them, they're treating this as a Towns Cup final, you know. So they're going to be up for a two. You know, they've only won it once. They've been one final, I think, and won it once, you know. So uh, looking forward to it. I can't wait now. Um, Johnny, of course, who's, who's the Johnny and Tom have dropped off the podcast now this stage because <laughs> we recorded on video. Um, Johnny might join us again, but Johnny is reporting live from that match for us on Sunday from uh, Nay, so you won't miss a thing with Johnny and his expertise. Um, James, just we're gonna move on just quickly. Uh, your women are in action this weekend, yes, away yes. um, the swords in the cup. Um, yeah. It's this Sunday at one o'clock. Unfortunate for them that the game is on Sunday. You know, now it's the one o'clock. Maybe they'll be able to call into Nace on the way back down the road and get some, maybe the second half of the first game. And hopefully they do. And um, they're away. They're very disappointed for the women. They they lost out in the league title and scoring difference. Um, very heartbreaking for them considering the season they've had. And fair play to Paddy and Mags and all of the players there. Um, I think there was eight, eight of the team or eight of the squad are involved with the Southeast under 20s the other night. They had a massive win against, I think it was the North Midlands or Northeast. Um, you know, so the massive win there. And there was another five or six then in at the under 18, under 17, under 18 screen. And women's rugby is going well. So look at them um, away at the Swords. I think they've beaten them already twice this year in the league. So they'll be going up there fairly confident. Um, but as, as we say, it doesn't matter if it's Heineken Cup or Towns Cup or. Paul Flood or Division 5 Women's Cup, Cup Rugby's Cup Rugby, League it's 4 is gone, you know, so it's the same treatment, you know, it's knockout rugby, and as Doc said to you after the game on Sunday, we've been playing Cup Rugby for the last seven weeks, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Every the women, and we're all hoping that the women win on Sunday as well, and um, I'd ask them then to, on, on the way back down the road, to remember to call into Nace Rugby Club and, 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 and make plenty yeah. of noise. Absolutely, and the best of luck to the Kilkenny women uh, this weekend in the Cup. James, we'll move on uh, and have a chat about this. Another huge match this weekend, Saturday, 7 o'clock. Um, Leinster, Munster, Munster, Leinster. Uh, the way it's scheduled now, it's it's not too far from the Heineken Cup games. Um, oh. 
So it is a bit of a warm-up sort of element to it, yeah. but it doesn't have the full blood and guts of a of a typical uh, Inter. Yeah. Put a strong because, team name there. Um, yeah, Leinster's you know. pretty strong, I'd say, from 6 to 15. That's yeah. no disrespect to anyone now, um, you know, in the front row or the second row. You know, well, yeah, I mean, Alatoa, I'd burn James Tracy. Alatoa is probably the best of the front rowers that's there. And then, I suppose, James Tracy is knocking around a long time and Ed Byrne, Ed Byrne's a solid loose head. Um, looking forward to seeing Jack Dunn, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. But the back row, like, that's that back row is incredible. Really. That's, what's sure, that's right. the Irish back row. Yeah. You know, with Caleb, with, with Josh Van der Freer in the form that he's in. Um, in the backs, look, if they're strong in the backs. I was hoping we'd see Sexton um, come up, like, you know, but I, I don't know if he injured or what the story, but has he been rested? But I was hoping we'd see him there. But look, at they're very strong in the wins. It's been interesting to see Jimmy O'Brien. He's a lot of talk about him. Um, probably Andrew Conway's injured, I think, isn't he? So who's who's on the wing? Who's his opposite number from Munster? I don't know, but... You know, if, you know, he's come up against Calvin Nash and Shane Daly there, you know, you, you'd think he'd be the stronger of the three. Um, it's a strong Munster team as well, you know, like Jeremy Lockman has been there, he's called into the Irish squad recently. Munster front row, to me, is not good enough anyway. I think I think with with some of the players leaving that are leaving Munster this year, being Kilfe yeah. and Damien Diolande, it's going to create a position for them where they need to get a... where I think they need to sign a, a, a strong front rower. But I don't think they will at this stage because they appear to have a lot of cover there. Second row, I can't wait to see Jason Jenkins eventually. Um, see what he start, does. You know, see see what he does. But he's a big lock. He's a big second row, you know, so that'll be good. Uh, strong monster back row as well. Yeah. Um, Chris Clute is deadly on the ground, even though he's having to head into bat. I think a lot of people around Munster will be sorry to see him lose. He's a little bit of a cult hero there. Um, Gavin Coombs, in my eyes, is the up-and-coming Irish number eight, despite how well Jack Conan is going. I know, it's and, fantastic. Um, you know, on the bench, look at it's it's going to be on, on on the merits of the team sheets, I think Leinster are way stronger, to be honest with you. Um mm-hmm. I think they're way, way, way stronger. But uh Munster Munster twelve thirteen is very strong in Diolande and Chris Farrell. So that'll be it's hard true. for Leinster to contain. There's a lot of big ball carriers there. I saw a stat on Diolande the other day that I think despite how much he's been injured for Munster in the two seasons he's been there, in the two seasons he's been there, I think he has most defenders beaten. In 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 the um, in the URC or as it previously was, you know. So it's going to be a good game, I believe. There's, there's, but there's not much fanfare around it. There's not much hype around it. I believe I heard on the radio this morning there's still a scalp of tickets available for it. You know. So yeah, I think people are saving a few quid for well, from a Leinster point of view anyway, for the trip to Connacht the week after, and then the yeah. return leg in the Aviva. Um, you know. Uh, because obviously another Interpro in the Heineken Cup context is huge as well, you know, um, with mm-hmm. Leinster in the form they're in. And of course, Connacht, you know, well able to do a job on Leinster if they want to. Um, so for a good one. Yeah, it, it's a funny atmosphere, James, ahead of these mm-hmm. ones. We usually always, you know, we look forward to yeah. them and lads knocking mm-hmm. lumps out of each other. But there's a lot of, uh, it's a bit of shadow boxing and a bit of yeah. keeping an eye on two weeks or a week and two weeks down the road. We're used to seeing this fixture being played on Stevens's day as well, where there's yeah, kind of sure. huge crowds and great atmosphere, and it's played in kind of the old style Toma Park or the RDS with frog with, with with dew coming up off the grass yeah. and fog, and you know, it's, you know, that's what we're used to. It's, it's unusual to see Munster play Leinster unless it's in a final or something so late in the season, um, so, you know. And then the other side is you were you were saying, Stephen, people are preparing for what's to come. We're just off the back of a Six Nations as well, and a lot of people are probably 
rugby out as well, you know. And the other side, yeah. there's a lot of confirmations. <laughs> this is going to sound silly, but there's a lot of confirmations and communions on as well at the moment that people are probably having to stay at home for too. So yeah, yeah, you'd save up your money. You know, you'd love to go and see your Munster Leinster match, but you'd save your few bob Absolutely. if you're a Leinster person to probably hug up to the Aviva in two weeks' time or, or head Indeed. to the sports ground or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's just bigger picture and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, while we're actually chatting about Munsters on the past hour, congratulations, but commiserations to Neve Buggy from Kilkenny who was uh, coaching um, Bandon Grammar to the Munster Senior Ladies Schools Cup final this week. They were beaten, but uh, well done to Neve for coaching them to get to the final and hard luck on, 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 on a tough loss. Absolutely. James, we'll probably wrap up the podcast there. We started with four. There's two of us left between deliveries to houses and that real life happens on the, on the podcast. Uh, lads get called away for all sorts of stuff. Um, but come here, the very best of luck against Dundalk Thanks. on Sunday at three o'clock. That game is up in Nace. Um, uh, we'll have live reports all afternoon uh, with Johnny Tobin uh, from Nace and uh, keep an eye on our Twitter account on that as well um, fingers crossed we're going to a Towns Cup final uh, in Kildara in a few weeks time but sure um, we'll let you do that job first to make sure that that's guaranteed hopefully, hopefully yeah. uh, butterflies in here like it's, it's yeah, I just look at we all just look at you can probably feel that we love Towns Cup like everyone loves it like it's Hope to God, it's nothing to do with God if we win or lose, but just hope go up there and we, we, we come out with a result and we're going to Nace or we're going to Kildara on Easter Sunday. Absolutely, James, very best of luck. We'll wrap up the podcast there. Uh, thanks to James Blanchfield from Kilkenny Rugby Club. Johnny Tobin was on earlier from Tullow and, of course, the president of County Carlow Rugby Club, Tom Crotty. We'll leave it there. 